evening. Thank you for coming. Continuing in our discussion, the Hilchot Berkat Mazon, we've been talking about saying Berkat Mazon a la Kos uh, on a cup of wine, and specifically the case where the person who's the Mivarech, who's leading the benching, he doesn't want to drink the wine. We spoke about how other people, in theory, could go ahead and can drink, uh, and we could fulfill our obligation that way. And the Ramah said, but look at what we said in Reishai and Aleph. So we've been pointing out there are some differences when it comes to Kiddush as opposed to Birkat Mazon. So one of the differences that we noted is that the Shechan back by Birkat Mazon tells us that even if someone else is going to drink, we need to make sure that someone is at least having a minimum shiur. They have to have the minimum measurement of a male lugmav, and we can't split that among two different people. Here in Reishai and Aleph, however, uh, while the Shechan uh, does bring down such an opinion, he says, over here, he says that there is an opinion out there that if they drink it uh, together, we get the full measurement uh, through the drinking of various people, then uh, that would work. So wh- why? <laughs> well, wh- what changed? Why by Birkat Mazon? We, we don't say that that should work, but over here we say it does. So if you look, the Mishabur here says, uh, He says over here, according to the uh, if between all of them we get to the full shira, it might work. So he says, that's only worst case scenario. Meaning best case scenario, like we said, you need to have uh, one person drinking uh, the full shiur. Let's say you can't get that for whatever reason and you specifically have to split it up. So he says then you fulfilled your obligation. Uh, but best case scenario, you need to have one person. So should we make a distinction between Kiddush and Birkat Amazon? Well, maybe we should. Right, because uh, we spoke about this a little bit last night. When it comes to uh, benching a la kos, so that's mitzvah min amuchar. That's the best way to perform the mitzvah. But if you can't do it that way, okay, no harm, no foul, right? You've performed the mitzvah, you've done a good job, you've said birkat mazon, you've fulfilled your obligation, l'chol adeos, according to everyone. By Kiddush, though, the drinking of the wine is part and parcel of the actual mitzvah itself. Obviously, the real mitzvah, mitzvah right, is zachor, yom ha-shabbat you got to mention the fact that it's Shabbos. you got to distinguish today is Shabbos, and it's not uh, chol, right? And we said maybe there's one opinion out there that uh, even the wine is part of it, mitzvah right. But according to most, it's only rabbinic, but it's part of the actual mitzvah itself. So there, we might argue, okay, if it's part of the mitzvah itself, maybe there is such an idea of lecharchila versus bidiyevit. But when it comes to the benching, so already, it's only mitzvah mina muvchar. So what are we going to tell you? Opt into doing the mitzvah in an optimal way, in a bidiyevit fashion? It seems a little bit strange, right? That you should, uh, uh, going above and beyond, but not that far above and beyond, because we're not going to have everyone drink. It seems like it would be a little bit strange. So maybe that's one way to explain the distinction between uh, Kiddush and Birkat Mazon. One possibility. Another difference that we pointed out here in Reisha and Aleph by Kiddush that we didn't see by Birkat Mazon is the opinion of the Geonim. The Shachan Rachir says, Vagionim Sovrim, Shimlo Tamam Kadesh, Lo Yatsa. So if the person who is making Kiddush doesn't taste the wine, so then they have not fulfilled their obligation. So we saw. Uh, the other opinion said, no, as long as someone is drinking a shir, and then this yeshomri, maybe if it's everyone together drinks a shir, we should be okay. But the geonim say, no, the mikadish, the person who's saying kiddush, he has to go ahead and he has to taste the wine. And it says, and we should be concerned about that opinion of the geonim, and therefore we should make sure the person who's saying kiddush is going to drink from the wine. However, he says that uh, this might only apply by Kiddush. It wouldn't necessarily apply by other places where we need a kos. So, for example, our case of Birkat Mazon, we wouldn't say that you have to worry about the opinion of the Geonim. And even though the person who, who uh, leads the benching is not going to be the one who drinks, you're going to be good to go as long as someone drinks the shiur. Maybe, maybe. So what would be the distinction? Here the Mishabura says, V'davka b'kiddush shehu divrei tvar Torah. Because that is midoraita. Kiddush, like we said, is a biblical mitzvah. Benching ala kos, 
mitzvah min It's great. It's wonderful, but it's not on the level of a mitzvah and therefore uh, we uh, we don't have to be as concerned about the opinion of the geonim. Is it ideal that the person who is leading the benching is the one who drinks? I think so. But uh, would we say that you have to go out of your way, bend over backwards to accommodate the opinion of the geonim? It wouldn't necessarily be required. Let me ask you a question. What about, okay, we've been talking about Kiddush, and we've been talking about benching alakos. What about Havdalah? So is Havdalah midzoraita? So it seems to be machloket, right? At least according to the Rambam, it is, right? So if, according to the Rambam, it's midzoraita, so should we be worried about the opinion of the Geonim? It sounds like we probably should, probably should, right? So in fact, I think the Shemir Shabbos Kilchasa says that we should be worried about the opinion of the Geonim. Many of the other Achronim, they say, no, it's not necessary. It's specific to Kiddush, not necessarily by Abdullah, because already Abdullah is machloket. Okay, fine, 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 fine. But it is something to consider. One other consideration that we would make is, again, this idea not just of uh, what's biblical versus what's rabbinic in nature, but also is this built into the actual mitzvah itself. So when it comes to Kiddush, like we said, drinking of the wine, that's part and parcel of the mitzvah itself. So therefore, we might say the person who's mikadesh, the person who's doing the Kiddush, he should be the one who drinks it. As opposed to when it comes to Birkat Mazon, so there, it's, it's nice, it elevates the mitzvah. Mitzvah min it's the best way to perform the mitzvah, but you don't necessarily lose out by not having the wine. So therefore, we don't necessarily have to go out of our way to accommodate the opinion of the Geonim. What would that tell us, though, about Havdalah? So, Abdullah, is that built into the fabric of the mitzvah? So, there's an interesting Gemara, Masech Brachot, that tells us uh, maybe not, right? It depends. It depends whether the Jewish people are rich or they're not rich, right? We talked about this a bunch of times. Many, many times we talked about Abdullah after Tishabav. I didn't do it this year because we had talked about it so many times and you know it by heart already. But that Gemara over there talks about how maybe it was part of it, then they removed it, then they brought it back. Okay, well, when they brought it back, did they bring it back to its previous status? Okay, all interesting stuff. I don't know. Abdullah is not our topic for tonight. Kiddush isn't our topic for tonight. Benching is our topic for tonight. But at least we have some clarity as to what the Ramam maybe was trying to tell us when he said to look ahead in Reish Ainal.